This is an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You can cross-reference this episode as Episode 4, Judgment at the Carrick. You'll find links to that and on other forms of media for our sessions, as well as an index of this episode in the description. Previously on, after a gruelling forced march north, the companions have warned the Bjornings of the impending attack by Volter the Bloody and his outlaw army. We join as they rush to the defence of the old ford where the fighting has already begun. Oh, piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not rolling high. Oh, some good, good, uh, good rolls from Amalfrida and Hathas. Twenty twenty-eight-eight. So there is a there's a gully. It's dry now, but it looks like this is a uh, water runoff. Water comes down here. It's a bit rocky down in the bottom. It's fairly steep, grassy sided, which could give you an advantage tactically. So I'll kind of leave it up to you where you go. These these guys look like they're about to head up the gully and probably head towards. So this isn't if you imagine the Anduin going from right to left on the map which is say, right is south left is north so they're actually kind of it looks like they'll be heading east and then back round to the south um up that gully that's look, looking like what their intent is all right so the first one up is an archer this guy kind of comes up actually he doesn't go that way he moves up towards a, a bank and he targets one two three four there's one in four chance it'd be any of naturally. One in shouting, banging his shield. Come on, you fuckers! Okay, it's Hathus. Oh, you are joking. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm under a flag I'm out of truth. Yeah, I'm just researching the water levels. Fortunately, <laughs> it's, he didn't gauge that too well. He's actually at disadvantage because it's long range. Um, not that you know that. And he lets loose with a shot from his short bow. And yeah, it hits me. And that one hits. I'm hit. I'm hit. Ow. No. I was only a minor, a minor oh. grazed your arm. And Hathis has gone down like a, a dwarven oh. child there. Uh, Amalfrida, your turn to act. Okay. So we can see those archers coming up now. You there. can. Okay. I think she, yeah, she'll go to there, I think. And so, is she dropping prone to try and dodge arrows? What What are you doing? No, I think she'll just use her shield and wait for them. I mean, are they are they making any attempt to advance, or are they just going to stand at the back and fire arrows? So it looks like four of them have got bows out, and they are lining up shots, definitely. So half of the force do. The others are sort of sword and shield type folk. All right. Well, she'll have to charge. She'll charge towards them then, and that's my turn. Okay. You should say. Hathus. So Hathus is on some of the green stuff. So is he on the sort of the side of the gully a little bit? Yeah. So, so he's, he's basically you can kind of keep going roughly kind of that direction to get under yeah, the real high ground. That's that's his plan. He's going to try and get high ground and then he's going to move to get some high ground and then drop prone. And if he can, he's going to try and bow one of these guys. Okay. I would I would uh, bow one of the guys and then drop prone if I was you, but I understand the plan. Yeah. Okay, so move so move 30 feet. It's not difficult terrain going that way. So he will 30 foot up to there. How big are those rocks? Are they small or useful? Oh, you could easily hide, kind of crouch down against them. Brilliant. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay, then which case you will then target so, that. So just there. sheltering there without dropping prone, you'll, you'll get half cover. 
mm-hmm. um, which is minus two for them to hit. But if you want to drop prone, it'd be a disadvantage. He's going to probably drop prone, having already felt the sting of an arrow's bite. But he will first of all try and exact some painful revenge on wrapped up in yourself, in yourself voice. <laughs> Strangely okay. named. Uh, bloody thing uh, not quite sure how this works and then he'll drop prone so yeah you can, I think you should be able to drag the prone effect on you which is a little man symbol effect there you go so just drag the prone effect to you and yes you, your dog I'm assuming just runs up with you yeah yes 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 he'll yeah absolutely and then next right. actor so the guy who you just fired at uh, he targets Amalfredo poses the biggest risk right now. And um, Amalfredo, give me an intimidation roll. You can do it in the open because you a beyonding war charge and war cry, which I'm assuming you did kind of running up is a pretty intimidating thing. So see if, see if it affected his shot. Not too much. It'd just be a standard shot. Uh, so he draws his short bow and lets loose. Uh, but obviously had some impact. It just flies wildly wide. And he actually does back off back into the water a little bit after that. And then... Little Burnside. So he looks like he's kind of... He doesn't go all the way up to Armelfrida. Looks like he's maybe waiting for some of his colleagues a little bit. And then Odric, oh, you have armed. He's got a, a long sword. Shoots Sigmar in the back. Join... Knife <laughs> <laughs> Sigmar in the back. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, absolutely sprinting up. If ever there was a tragic sacrifice coming up, you know this is it. Yeah, hope for his sake. And he looked like bloodlust in his eyes, only only dwarfed by Amalfrida's own, really, um, running up as And he's got a long sword out in both hands. He's looking a fairly scary prospect. Then uh, a woman uh, in a stretchy skirt <laughs> kind of runs up looking fairly uh, unconfident in her ability, stands next to her her colleague there, kind of ready to take the charge. Sigma, you're you're up next. He's going to move up to there. I yeah, I was going to say it's difficult terrain because it's steep, but that's only half move, so you have will use his bonus dash action to get there. Oh, perfect. And you you get three-quarters cover behind that. That's a really good cover spot there. Ooh. And then I will... I take it they all look pretty... They look vanity. Yeah, they look fairly much of a muchness. Then stubby nose it is, then. You definitely hit. Then you untarget it to roll damage. And you roll damage twice and pick the best one and drop it on him, I think. Oh, that'll be it, I think. Nice. Yeah, just drag that onto stubby nose. Bang. Ah! Stubby lets out a shriek. You bastard! And that sort of struck him in the shoulder and his arms hanging fairly limply down by his side. Any other actions? No, other than shout taunt, go back to your silly little camp, you small, weak men. Your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> uh, okay, moaning. Right, I use uh, his action to move, and there's uh, a movement action to move, so that's double move, right? Yep, double move, so 60... F- uh, you're stumpy, aren't you? So <laughs> 50 feet, I think, for a dwarf, isn't it? Yeah, 25 and 25, so that, yeah. that's as far as I can go. Okay. Oh, I'll be screaming as well, uh, wielding the bands of the foe hammer. Yeah, there is like noise of battle coming from the north and the south of you. The blood, everyone's blood's definitely up. That's for sure. Uh, any other action? Nope. Okay. Trembling before no, no one looks. 
they're now not looking quite as confident as they did before. Is basically they were charged. <clears throat> bigger force was charged by three people. Two of them Bjornings, who obviously they're attacking, but they're a bit bigger in the flesh than they thought. And one mad-looking coming coming at him as well. So he he kind of just goes up, and they 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 look like they're, they're fairly well trained, but not brilliantly well trained. Maybe hoping for the archers to do something. You can see beautiful left arm uh, looking between Hathus and Sigmar on the hill and Amalfri. And obviously the shots up on the hills look pretty difficult, but he's going to try and take the archers out. Um, and he aims at Sigmar up on the hill. What? Um, which he gets a minus five because it's three quarters cover up there. And he lets loose with a short bow attack on you, which misses. It clatters off the rock and spoons up into the air before red chops comes up and fills the gap in the line there. God, they're disciplined. And then last but not least is Stubby Nose, who's got an arrow in his shoulder. And he also looking... Actually, no, he'll, he'll, he's firing at Sigma. And then he's going to step back. Um, so it's my big penalty. Let's loose with his short bow. That sticks into the ground just in front of you. A reasonably good shot, but then he moves behind his colleagues and then kind of back into the water's edge. And this guy's looking a bit a bit scared. So with show-stopping helmet, he is targeting Odric and letting fire with a short bow, which misses Odric completely. And then he'll draw a knife and step up into the line. That's all he can do. Amalfrida <laughs> breaks the line in a first charge. And Battle fury. I like it. Stretchy skirts, bit of woman on woman. Oh, bad luck. That's a miss. Any inspiration? Uh, do you want to use your inspiration to re-roll that? Yeah, I could do, I suppose. Let me have another go. Nope. Oh, for fuck's sake. Bad luck. Okay, Hathus. Hathus will fire at the uh, general line of bad people. They're all... Okay, so the guys at the back have got bows out, haven't they? So Stubby yeah. knows. If, if I can, can I hit him or is, or is the line of people in front of him? Yeah, you're up on the hill. Um, you don't really care if it hits anyone in front of him, so you're not paying yeah. particular attention to Collateral that. damage. Okay, he'll do that then. <sighs> Glad I did that. Right. <laughs> that, that, that was worth it. I know you're dropping prone he'll, again. He'll drop prone again. So that's uh, Bect. Drop prone on Hathis. And then done. Juan okay. will just stay where he is. Okay. I can't do him. Yep. Yeah, next is... Okay. So he's wrapped up in your voice kind of steps out from his colleague and he's targeting Hathas up the hill. He's now prone again and Wolverine's shot just flies 10 yards over your head. The next one, he's going to take a swing at Amalfrida with, just stab at you with a spear, Amalfrida. Oh, that, that missed. Fortunate. Odric is oh, next up. Odric charges into the fray right next to Amalfrida and targeting bristle burnsides right in front of him, attacking normally at the moment. No shield out. That misses, but he gets two attacks, and the second attack also misses. <laughs> He's swinging a bit recklessly at the moment. Stretchy Skirt attacks Amalfrida back with a spear. Oh, and that scores a hit. Ah, that hurt. Although she did resist quite a lot of the damage because she's tough as old boots. Next up, Sigma. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot a fire red chops. Bang. That's a hit. Now, because Alfred's next to him, I get a sneak attack that as well. Ooh. So this is my... I'm rolling with damage twice. I'm not going to have that one, I don't think. 
Yep. So, so just drag that onto base it. damage, and then another four. Add another four. Oh, is it double sneak attack now? Oh, no, but yeah, it goes up to 3d6 at the level. Okay, so add six. So that's it's 13 damage to... If you just drag these... Drag that onto him again, and I'll take one off. Okay, good shot. Monin. Okay, Monin runs charging into uh, Red Chops once he sees the arrow, arrow stick into him. Okay. And then tries to hit Red Chops. Come on, let's have some Dwarven Fury here. Well, my highest roll tonight so far has been an eight. Let's hope for something better. <laughs> You're doing a Sigma. Yes! Yes! yes. Clang. Whoop. Ooh, hit him with Foe Crusher. He's not looking, not looking so healthy. And that's Slam, it, I think, because he's bam. moved and he's shot and he's he's hit. So not bad. Anything else? <clears throat> okay, so trembling before stabs out at Odders. Odric missed wildly, but he's oh, he's got a second attack. Has he? Yeah, that one hits. Odric grunts as the spear sticks him in the ribs. Uh, doesn't fortunately go in deep, but. Blood's trickling out of Odric's shirt. Beautiful left arm. Beautiful left arm. Targeting Sigmar up the hill uh, with a big penalty for his great cover he's got up there. Use, using the terrain to your advantage, guys. And that missed Sigmar. Uh-huh. Red Chops. He's having a bad day. Red Chops is not doing too well. He's spearing at Monin. That missed completely, and it's the second attack as well. God, this is even worse. <laughs> and then Stubby Nose, um, who's injured, wants to... Who injured? It was Sigma that hit him, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah, I think it was Sigma. Who? Stubby Nose. You Stubby Nose. First. Yeah, yeah he's, he's targeting you with a vengeance, and that missed completely. God, useless. So next round, the... Next, the archer that just drew a knife kind of comes in to stab at Odric's side and hits him. Oh, dear. He's getting bad. Ah! Odric grunts with with the pain, and then the fight moves to Amalfrida. Who's she attacking? Oh, nice shot. Clang. Boff. (laughs) Ouch. Okay. Hathas will dive to his feet. He will target... If I shoot at show-stopping helmet who's next to Odric, is there a danger I will shoot my colleagues in the back? Or do I feel confident that I won't shoot at any of my colleagues who are next to me? How, how good a shot are you? Yeah, okay. In which case, I'm targeting Raptor instead. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I've all the one. Thank God I changed it. You yeah, missed. yeah that, that could have been messy. <laughs> yeah, which, and then he will duck back down, cursing his rubbish bow that he's been sold as clearly a dud. Um, yeah, it's just reapply, reapply prone. That's great. Yep, yep, yep. And then next actor. Okay, next one is uh, he's exchanging bow shots like a like a trooper. So he's bowing you back. Ha! That was lucky. He dropped a twenty there. Um, worse than me. Well, as bad as me. He's attacking Odric, spearing him or trying to. Oh, that hits him. God, he's got no luck. Ah, Odric's really <laughs> pissed off. And he attacks him again. Oh, that hits as well. Odric's weakening. Uh, one of the ribs not looking good. Odric's well, when attack is going gangbusters, I think. Let's see what he does. Yeah. Odric goes, flies into a bit of a rage and attacks Brittle Burnsides with a longsword. 
<laughs> Crap. At advantage, you missed. And second attack. Uh, that's, oh, set. That, that's impressive work there. He's a tragic character, is Odric. He is very tragic. <laughs> uh, and he is now vulnerable. So everyone, everyone gets attacked at advantage against in this run. Okay. I, I'll put in using protection. If he, if, if Stretchy Skirt is attacking Amorfrida, she'll be under a disadvantage. Okay, he, he is, so he's at disadvantage. Great, great feat. Uh, attacks Amorfrida. Very good use of it. And is it both, is it all rounds and all attacks in the round or just one attack? Okay, so it's, you can only use one reaction around, so it'll only be one attack then. Okay. Okay. So this is not a disadvantage in his second attack. Uh, I wasn't targeting for that miss. Sigma. So they're still fighting. Yeah. They're... Yeah, red chops, why not? Don't get, a, don't get a fumble. What's the chances of that? Yeah, come on, this is Sigma. Oh, oh shot into melee and took the risk. That looked good. That's good. Do you want to try the... You might get a better one. Yes. Nice. Uh, Red Chops has fallen as if dead. As if dead. So this arrow whistles over your shoulder. It kind of almost <laughs> grazes past your ear there, moaning, and embeds itself in his like, clavicle as he tumbles backwards into the water. Sploosh. And your target's disappeared. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he's going to, I don't know if he can step round now without being an attack of opportunity or if Stretchy Skirt gets the attack of opportunity. Otherwise, he'll just attack uh, Stretchy Skirt. You can, I mean, you can move up five feet. As long as you don't leave the leave his threat range, you're fine. So you can move up a little bit if you want. Yeah. Yeah, and that still leaves uh, within five feet for Animal Freedom, so I can still use protection on her. No, cool. Right, I think I'm going to action surge to see if I can just clear a few things up here. Oh, nice. Very nice. Bam. Nice. Nice. into his head. Bow crusher hits it. I'll try and use the action surge for another hit. And I'll burn inspiration for this as well. <laughs> see, see what you first roll. You can choose after you rolled. Oh, okay. Well, I've already done it anyway, sorry. That's nice. Okay. Slam. Wow. Holy mackerel, that was too massive. You clubbed him round the head. That was a bit like watching AJ get battered six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screaming. Come on, you fuckers! <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, uh, Trembling Gafour is attacking Odric. Odric's looking pretty wounded. He spears him. Oh, that hit anyway, even though he does get advantage. Fortunately, it wasn't too great an amount of damage. And is a second attack. Oh, that hits. This guy is doomed. Ah! Actually, it wasn't as, hot, it wasn't as bad a damage as it could have been, but Odric's looking a bit woozy on his feet. He may need healing. Next up is beautiful arm chap targeting Sigmar again. Um, just standing there in the open. He's not doesn't appear to be doing much more. And he lets rip with a short bow, which pings off the rock again in front of you. Bits chips of granite fly up into the air. Red Chops is bleeding out. Is doomed. And then finally Stubby Nose taking the fight back to Hathus. You've got prone set? Yes. Oh, hang on. Um, One of his friends in there. Yeah, he's got three three backs Uh, to him. Ah, It whistled over Brittle Burnside's shoulders, fortunately. Uh, doesn't hit him. And then, before your action, 
outlaw with a knife is going to stab Odric again if he can. They're having a field day on that guy. Ah, Odric's bleeding from a half a dozen wounds. He's looking weak. Amalfrida. That's a hit. More like it. Amalfrida's weighing into them. Oh, another one bites the dust. Nice. Hathus. Hathus pops up. Unprones. Boing. He'll continue. Um, it's getting a bit desperate. He's going to switch targets because he's desperate and try and help out poor Odric, who is clearly dying before his very eyes. And he may have to even use his inspiration if this goes badly. <laughs> he hits Odric in the back. <laughs> That's it. A palpable hit. No, much damage. Uh, and then he will. And then he'll quickly remember to hit prone again, and uh, and quickly drop prone again. Done. And then next actor. You're gonna send the dog in. <laughs> he creates a diversion for me to uh, attack. So no, from missiles. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, next is wrapped up in plastic. He's doing his normal normal attack on Brother Hathus. He lets loose with a short bow, which wasn't a bad shot. Just went a bit left, scattered into the rocks and disappeared. Uh, next up is Brittle. Brittle Burnside's looking worried at the attack from the flank. He's going, stepping left. Who's he going to attack? Little fella. He is. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> he obviously feels him as the, le- the least... Uh, Really threatening. And he spears, tries to attack uh, you with a spear there, Moaning, which misses. And his second attack with the spear also misses. That's all you can do. And then Odric, leaving it, leaving you to it there. He's absolutely raging, like battle lust going, striking through in the moment. He's attacking recklessly again. <clears throat> He's going absolutely gangbusters on this guy. And it hits. And then he swings again with his longsword. And that, wow, he hit for both of those, actually. That also hit, and he nearly taken him out, but he's still just about standing on his feet. Odric's looking weak. Sigmar. The show-stopping helmet is wailing on uh, Odric, isn't he? So he's trembling before. I probably can't hit him. Um, I am going to try and shoot shiny helmet. Shiny helmet. <laughs> oh, oh, nice shot. Hit sh- show-stopping helmet. Nicely done. So this will be take the best of two of these. Either a one, or oh, can I beat a one? Can I beat a one? Oh, I've done it. I've yeah, done it. take the six. Take um, the six, Neil. Yeah, I'm going to go take the six. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, oh, add nice. Seven. Add seven. So drag that on twice. I'll take two off. I think that may kill him, actually. Uh, 16 damage. Yeah, he's show-stopping helmets are gone. Shrunk. We sorted him out. Well done. Nice shot. Moaning, what have you got? Right, attacking bur- battle Burnside. Oh, the tide could be turning. <laughs> ah, take that. <laughs> Burnside is tough, tougher than he looks. Any, are you moving or that's no, it? I think I'll do it. Okay. He is now looking a bit nervous and he attacks um, with his spear, trying to finish him. Come on, you bastard. Guys, they, get su- they get such rolls. Ah! He's soaking up like a sponge, though. I'm impressed. Yeah. And the second one missed. 
and he's shout he's shouting in um west uh what's it called westron yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't remember the help <laughs> fill the line fill the line and that was his his uh, action and then this guy's like taking a look and he's like sneers at Sigmar as he realizes he needs to help his friend out sheaths his weapon or just drops his bow and draws a dagger and leaps into the fray and he attacks Odric again <laughs> Odric the magnet oh, and God. he hits him <laughs> I shouldn't laugh but ah! Odric is like swaying now Godric. he's looking pretty pretty grim Stubby Nose is injured he's not doing anything other than firing a firing a bow and he may Try and get into cover next round. So he bows at Hathus and misses with a wild shot. And then he just runs to and kind of crouching down in the lee of the hill a bit there. So he's got partial cover. It's not great. Uh, and it's Amalfrida. Amalfrida misses Hathus. You're up. Mm-hmm. How far is he from Odric? I think Odric might need rebooting fairly soon. He's going to, I think he's going to stand up from prone and run behind Odric, ready to revitalize him next round, John. Okay, so it's 15 foot movement, so you can run 45 feet um, towards him. Okay. And you, so are you going dropping prone again? Yes. Am I dropping prone again? You get advantage if someone attacks you with a melee weapon if you're prone, they get advantage against you. No, he's going to be focusing on running and getting okay. to Odric, but he's going to call Huan to run along with him. Okay. I'll just move Huan up. Huan is wondering why you're being so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going as fast as I can. So he changes target and he bows at Monin, um, but that misses Monin. Terrible shot. But old Burnside's here is attacking Monin. He spears him or tries to. That one missed. Second attack. Oh. Ah. It got through your guard, Monin. Hit you under the arm. Oh, that hurts. You know what Odric feels like now. Odric is going to attack. Kill the ball. Yeah, beautiful left arm just stabbed him. He's going to attack him back. Uh, And he's going going full reckless, which was lucky because that hits. Oh, that's a serious thwack there. And then he hits him again with a second attack. See if he hits with the advantage and then does anything better. No, he doesn't. So the second one lands home and two two chops through his guard and he's looking really bad. Sigma, you are up. What about um, Stubby Nose over there? Any clear line to him? Yep, you can see Stubby Nose, but he may be at long range. It's eighty. Is it a short bow you're using? <clears throat> yeah, seventy-five feet. So uh, its, it's range is eighty feet. Oh, okay. In that case, perfect. I shall shoot by him. Oh, nice yes. shot. God, just got him. No sneak attack. I go for the four. I think. Okay, drag that over. He's not. That hurt him. He's not looking. Not looking happy. Moaning. Right, my turn. That hits. Oh, nice, nice shot. That really hurt. Wow. Slam. Thunked into him. Trembling before. Come on, we've got him now. They're screaming in. And he spears him and hits. <sighs> they get so many high numbers. He's got, got go advantage down. to hit him. Yeah. Oh, Odric's looking like he's on de- death's door. I'm surprised he's still alive. That uh, missed. Oh, he lives, lives to fight another round. 
Yeah, I think I'd be dead by now. Uh, any one of you would be dead by now. Um, beautiful, beautiful South. He goes, fuck this, these are too hard. And he disengages. Um, so unless you've got a feat that you can attack somebody who disengages, he gets, gets away. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He starts running down the, running up the beach. Love it. The archer goes, takes one look at him, goes, oh, fuck that. And he's off as well. <laughs> Best stubby, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. They're both very heavily injured. Uh, Amal Frida, let's take these bastards out. Oh, geez. Bad luck. Hathas. He will move five foot up behind Odric and will touch him. And an expander healing die to grant him hit points equal to D8 plus my wisdom modifier while saying to him, it's not your time. Hang in there, son. Touch him in a special place. Yeah. I will touch him in a secret man's place, John. <laughs> okay. Uh, give him some, give him some, drop some healing on him. He badly needs it. Oh, beautifully done. Boy, did he need it. Wow. <laughs> Are you going to send the dog in? Um, again, he's more to provide a, an opening for me if I'm fine. Okay. As a separate attack entity, so not, I no, won't. Really. He'll he'll jog. He'll probably go next to me and guard me a bit and growl a bit, but he won't actually attack. Okay. Next up is the archer there. So he's looks like he's going to have make a quick wisdom check for him. See what he does. Basically, fuck this, <laughs> he says, and he he runs up and starts sprinting past up there as well. Before it gets to Brittle Burnsides. Ah, Brittle Burnsides is made of sterner stuff. Crazed maniac. Brittle Burnsides is attacking Moonin. I'll have you yet, yes. Stumpy bastard, he says. (laughs) (laughs) And he misses with both spear jabs. (laughs) And Odric's looking mighty relieved. And he's, he looks like he knows Tremblinger fall there. And he's like, He's got this sort of grimace on his face with the pain, but he takes two reckless swings at him anyway. And the first one hits. <laughs> that's, that's some damage. <laughs> and, and the second one also hits for another big chunk of damage, looking badly injured now. And he's absolutely roaring now, Odoric. Blood and spittle flying from his mouth. He looks like a pretty dangerous combatant, as, as you can probably tell. Sigma. So, Brittle Burnside's, you say I get minus two. Brittle Burnside's minus two. The other one, Tremblinger four, minus five. Brittle Burnside's in. Or oh, is this going to be a one of the shots shot. for the ages, or is it going to just. It's no, it's not. Six. <laughs> it's going to be a miss for the ages. <laughs> Too tricky. Too hard. Okay, Moaning is. Moaning, you're up. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Love see, this is how you do it. Have to be a bit quicker, you see. <laughs> Thwank. That wasn't quite the word I was meant to be. Who the hell, mate? Trembling Gafour is going to see if he's still got. Yeah, he's just about got a bit of fight left in him. Die, you fucking treacherous bastard, he says, and misses with the first attack and the second attack. Holy <laughs> crap. Missed yeah. with the second attack as well. That's turned up. So he runs off. Those guys have all disappeared from view now. Next guy runs around the corner. He disappears from view. Amalfreda. Amalfreda's up. Come on, this is the time to shine. Yes. Do. Oh, oh, yes. 
Amalfrida's axe hits him right in the bridge of the nose and she like falls and takes it out with a boot on his head, which is quite an unpleasant sight, actually. And then Hathas, you're up. Is Hathas going <laughs> to have at him with the staff? I was thinking that that's what he's... That's what his gut's telling him. Hathis is going to take a five-foot step beside Odric, show his moral support for the man he's just fixed, and then attack Trembling Gafour. (laughs) (laughs) Again, he's done it twice. He's applied it twice. I've targeted myself as well. Okay, take... Yeah, for some reason, I'm targeting myself. That's why. Ah, okay. That didn't do it. With an incredible blow, spinning with staff around his head, he hits the enemy twice and himself once. (laughs) (laughs) Berserker, uh, Hathis, you weren't expecting that. Okay. Cheers, John. Yep. And then that'll do. Huan's still there with you. Uh, next up is the other arch who finally disappears around the bend. And then Odric, blood singing in his ears, takes another swing at Trembling Gafour, which misses at his second attack with the backhand hit yes. and yes. slices under his guard into his ribs and cuts home into... Oh, Black blood pours out of him from the liver. Falls down dead beside you. <sighs> and with that, the battle is we over. You well. have to fight another day. Oh. Hang on. Oh, you need a... Da, 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 da. <laughs> right, can and we see, survey um, the uh, carnage round here? Can we see Valtar? So you see uh, a larger force of um as you like licking your wounds and just checking on Odric, and he kind of Odric slumps to the ground you look south where the big where the heat of the battle is fiercest and you see another three or four boats just coming landing and it looks like they're going to provide the numbers to drive the Bjornings off the bridgehead and start getting in into the meat of the force where suddenly <laughs> you hear this chant of Beyond, beyond, beyond from Beyondings up and down the riverbank. And this only can be described as a hulking shape appears at the flank of the outlaw forces coming, crashing through trees from the um, riverbank and just tears into them. And he's, it, well, you've heard rumors, but this thing must be a 12 foot tall bear, comes tearing out of the trees. And it's like a storm made flesh. Some of them just throw down the weapons at the immediate sight, hoping it will give them leeway. Doesn't at all. Just rips into the mirror, limbs flying everywhere, heads falling off, people just like thrashing around with legs missing in the river. And the battle is soon over. People who can just literally do anything to escape. Those who've got a bit of peace of mind, uh, peace of mind, uh, sorry, presence of mind, jump in boats and try and start paddling away. And even those get like shredded, and some of them by this massive bear, supported by additional beyonding coming out of the woods. But within a minute or two, there are survivors being put to the sword on the on the riverbank. He's got no no hesitation doing that, and within five minutes, is all over. And strange quiet descends on the on the old fort. Apart from Modern, goes, amateur. Candy, <laughs> candy <laughs> to have it a tight spot. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you can bind your wounds. I think uh, some of you are fairly fairly wounded. Not not too wounded, but some of you are a little bit wounded. So what do you want to do in the immediate aftermath before you kind of, <laughs> if you want to go and talk to a 12-foot bear? Before no. you go and do that, what do you want to what do you want to do? I will probably spend ten minutes healing Odric some more 
binding his wounds, treating with herbs and pulses and offering him soothing words. Yeah, you can't give him an additional hit points now, but that's uh, just to have, just to kind of make him comfortable. He actually seems his eyes are fiercely proud at what he just did. He didn't back off. He didn't back down. He didn't like defend. He was just all out attack to try and seek some sort of redemption, perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes over to you all after as you're all walking down towards the celebrations going on a little bit further south. And he thanks you, uh, thanks you f- for trusting in him um, and also allowing him to get some sort of redemption vengeance. against yeah, vengeance against these people. But also proving um, to anyone who could see that whose side he would. Um, yeah, so you, everyone give me a perception check as you're looking at the fleeing bandits. I uh, go, Hathas, Hathas, you see... You definitely see the trapper in a boat with two other men. And from the description, you didn't see him, but you believe one of those men is Valter. Mm-hmm. And it was where they it basically it looked like Bjorn attacked directly where the force was strongest around Valter and broke them. And But Valter was one of them to get away. Can I shout that out? Are there people around to shout that out too? Yeah. In which case I will do, that's Valter, he's getting away in that boat there. Unfortunately, uh, well, actually, you can look. Yeah, you can try and give chase if you want. You need to do it fast. They're paddling fast as they can down river right now, and it's fairly misty. So, what's the disposition of our forces or people around us? Is everyone gone? Is it just us or other people? No, around? no. There's loads of beholdings around. They're they're basically just celebrating. In which right. case, we'll start running and shouting. I would suggest because other people in, should pick that up. Okay, so you're still you're about a couple of hundred yards north. Um, so the boat is probably about it's about 30, 40 yards into the into the Anduin and going much faster than you with the current and they're paddling. And oh, he's getting away. Okay, so they the celebrating Beornings doesn't don't look like they can hear you yet, but as you're getting closer and they're probably two hundred yards downstream as you're like a hundred yards away from the cr- the crowd now. Some a few people look up and they worried a bit. And then they spot the Bjornings that there may be another attack coming. And then they visibly relax. And they look like they just continue celebrating. And then one of them looks over at the river and points. Um, but by then, it's kind of an extreme bow range. And people just they look and go, no, we can't do that. Um, and decide not. And eventually, after another few to the Bjorning celebrating, and Odoric is with you. Beyond now is the big bear of a man rather than the massive bear of a bear. No one's saying anything about that. It's clear that the Beyondings are aware that he does that shit sometimes. <laughs> um, and it, it was incredible to witness um, and very fortuitous. You, you were on the cusp of losing that until he did that. And Odric's with you and he, you all go up to, to Beyonding who's like embracing his fellow warriors. What do you want to do? Um, so definitely Volta's got away. Looks like it. You can look around to see if he left anything. Any, any, Because um, he, he, he basically just looked like he just scarped and routed, routed his forces. He may have dropped things. You don't know. Yeah, well, have a look whereabouts he was. Well, I'll have a look. Okay, give me, give me some investigation rolls, guys. He got loot. Looking in the mud on the riverbanks and things. Uh, make it in the yeah. tower. Okay, Sigma and Hathus. You spot a... So it, it looks like it's a clasp and a, attached to a cloak. So it's a cloak that looks like it would have been 
it's very it's muddy now. It's like trampled underfoot, but it looks like it's got ripped off in the combat. And you pick it up because it it's too good for your, the average soldier. Soldier, uh, and it, it was a very bright coloured cloak. The cloak's worthless, but the clasp on it looks really strange. Um, it's black iron, and it's got some strange, almost yeah. So actually, you speak black speech, don't you? Yeah, it's got some strange runic symbols on it that you might be able to read. Okay, can I try and read them? Do I need to study it, or can I just look at it? You can. Uh, no, you can. You can look at it. Mm-hmm. As you as your hands clutch it, it feels much much colder to the touch than you would expect. Mm. Iron and even in cold water to feel almost like burning cold, and you you kind of drop it and study it attached to the cloak, just holding the cloak, not it. doesn't actually damage you, but it feels horrible. And it, it just says in um, black speech, allies to the end. BFF. Ooh, BFF. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Besties. Ashnag BFF. <laughs> okay, yeah, allies so it, to the end, okay. But it's, yeah, I mean, you've never read anything with black speech written on it in the Anduin Vales, ever. Yep. You, you've studied it based on the books that Radagas had, yep. but never even heard of it. So you may want to keep a note of that brooch yes. with that written on it. Mm. What is it, Hathis? It's a fell token. I fear as to who it may be the token of, saying allies to the end. But it feels unholy. It feels wrong. It's not nice. Wouldn't want to be friends with anyone with a token such as this. Was it the work of the shadow? Shh. Do not mention such things. But yes. <laughs> well, I suppose if you wanted to uh, cause strife in this area, maybe agents of uh, of evil might try and stir up this area. Absolutely. Do we know of the necromancer, or was that um, still not known at this point? Um, give me a shadow law check. Anyone who wants to know if there's a, you wouldn't necessarily know of the necromancer, but you may know of the source of people. Do you want it in the tower or in the open? In the tower? Uh, yeah, in the tower. Holy crap. <laughs> so, Monin and Hathas. <laughs> that was a hell of a roll. You saved the best to last there. You, you kind of get your heads together and you have heard rumors of a, a strange sort of evil emerging in southern Mirkwood. That's all you really know about it. But that's the only... Th- you are too far from um, the kind of Grey Mountains, really, from where you are. Southern Mirkwood, maybe, especially where from where he was from around the Wolfswood. Is that maybe a source of where the evil could be? And you obviously know there are evil things in Mirkwood. So it wouldn't be a million miles for us to surmise that, that there's like an evil... Um, presence evil leader nearby in the woods that they could be trying to stir up the um, area yeah this is not something created by men or elves or dwarves this this item this no. iron item it may be worth showing it to Radagast who may be able to do some further research into it but yeah it's yeah it's, it's not the kind of, it's a very strange thing for a bandit leader to have if he came across it elsewhere okay Odric is he's not tied or manacled but he's kept under close eye of a couple of a left, lieutenant of Bjorn, who somberly says after the lot of back patting and wounded attended to for an hour or two, right, we're heading back to 
my hall, and there will be judgment tomorrow. He fought you bravely. Fought bra- he, he, he looks at, you can't really tell, it's, it's a bit inscrutable, but he looks at Odoric and says, you defended the Beornings bravely. You have my thanks. That doesn't mean you're not going to be judged for the murder of Rathvik. He thanks you all for your help. Are you parting ways now, or would you like to attend the trial? Would you like to speak on behalf or for or against Odric at the trial? I think we just spent several days with him. I think we wouldn't want to just leave him. And yeah, I'd want to be there. I don't know. Yeah, I want to see how it's going before I said yes, I'll speak for him. I don't, but I'd like to be there and, and see how it proceeds. Okay. So you spot Williford in the Beornings. Um, he was the warrior, if you remembered, from Stoneyford. If you wanted to talk to him, he's, he's survived the battle. He's got a, he looks kind of a bit of blood in his beard line and stuff, but he looks kind of pleased to have lived and jubilant at, at having having won a victory. Do you want to have a chat with him? Yeah, sure. Yes. Ah, friends, he comes over and pats Amalfrida on the back and then feels a bit self-conscious about that and then uh, pats everyone else a bit more, a bit less bear-hugging like, like about that. And then... Um, very happy with himself. Ah, oh, there was a few fine men, women from the Stonyford who came up and thought this will be a proud day for us all. How fares Stonyford? Did the army pass it by, or has was it attacked? No, we weren't. Um, <clears throat> thank the Lord. Well, thank thank Buddha for that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were not attacked. We uh, we had um, women and children. Uh, some of the pregnant women and the elderly were took took shelter in the vales around, and the rest of us guarded the village. Um, and a few took took flight north. Um, Ava, uh, who else? You know, Brunhilde and Helmgut, people like that. They're still back in Stonyford. Good, but everyone's safe. Yeah, I see. So you you do discover that there was a village at, on the west bank. Um, and there were some some casualties, um, which is why they didn't get to the Ford until just now. And you don't know how many. Uh, it was probably a similar size to Stonyford, you would estimate. Okay. So he says, I hear that, uh, there's a much more somber tone to his voice now, I hear that Odd is going to face trial um, and maybe tomorrow Bjorn's heading back up to the Carrick now with him. Would you like yes, me I- to get Brunhild and Ava? who've got the most probably strong feelings about his trial here. That's a very good idea. Would Helmgut come too? I feel there is, he hasn't had, he hasn't said his side of things, but I know he's not always in the best condition to do so. Mm, maybe. Uh, leave We'd him. have to delay the trial a little bit if Bjorn's willing to do that. It's going to take a few days to get them to the Carrick. But who will speak positively for uh, Odoric? Well, Helmut would speak negatively, I suppose. I was, I was thinking more about knowing actually what happened on the day. Yeah, you still don't know the truth. Yeah. Exactly. You've kind of had a slanted view of it. But, but presumably Brunhilde wouldn't lie or dissemble to Bjorn. That would just be crazy. Uh, yeah, you. I would guess no one would. <laughs> exactly. So she would say her, hopefully say the truth. Uh, and maybe Helmgut doesn't have anything beyond because she was there. Maybe Helmgut has more of a tactical eye and could say he drew first and this. I agree. Okay, well, Williford said, I'll gladly, well, we're, we're heading back. Yes. Just only for well, now. I will gladly um, inform Ava, Brunhild, and Helmgut. 
Oh, well, um, Williford, before you go, a, a quick request. Could you leave that sheep fucker heart wolf behind? Thank you. <laughs> he laughs. Uh, the joke, the, the humor of the dwarfs. He doesn't travel too well anyway. He wouldn't be. And he, he heads off south. Um, do you want to let Bjorn know their yeah. plan? Okay. Yeah, we'll tell Bjorn that we're trying to get these key people, key witnesses from the village to come up to, but maybe a delay of a day or two. All right. We said. We will hold it four days hence. Um, Fantastic. Give, give time to tend to the wounded. There are a few uh, um, casualties there. They are pretty reverentially wrapped and put on horseback to be carried north, um, and their burial will probably be at the Carrick or nearby. And the wounded are tended to as best they can. You don't leave this day. You'll you all camp overnight. Big fire is is laid, and some songs are sung and mead is drunk and stuff. And in the morning, you head out. Um, by towards the back end of the afternoon, you reach Bjorn's uh, Bjorn's hold again. Can I top up my arrows? Battle identify dropped arrows from the slain, etc. Pulling them out of corpses. Yeah, so you can find 2d8 arrows that are usable. And Sigmar, if you want to have a search Ooh. as well. Nine, that'll do. Ding, ding, ding. You can oh, do that. Right. You've got loads, okay. That'll do. Yep, topped up. Thank you. Okay, you're now at Bjorn's house. You basically spend two, three, assuming you're not... Are you doing anything else uh, other than kind of helping Odoric heal and stuff over the f- coming few days? Not moaning. No, you just... Take their no, hospitality. Not to do list right now. All right, I'll give you a long rest, which you can pick up from that. After three or four days, Odric is pretty well healed up, and on the afternoon of the fourth day, um, and you've 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 been to funerals, the funerals of the of the dead and wounded. Uh, wounded have been patched up. It's very somber, but there's a underlying sense of real pride and purpose with what the Bjornings did there. And your the respect for you, and actually for a little bit for Odric, is risen um, after the battle. So the afternoon comes, and the it's a grey day, uh, although it's warmer. And you all head over to the Carrick. Um, and by uh, late afternoon, as the sun is beginning to kind of wane, Bjorn takes a seat, looks like a very warm stone seat at the top of the Carrick, and Odric is brought in front of him. And this is the kind of scene that's set in front of you now. Ava's there. Odric's obviously there, Helmgut's there, and Brunhild is there. And it looks a it's a very stately, organized state of affairs. So Bjorn introduces the trial and explains why people is here. And he says, I'm not looking for revenge or anything. I just want ju- I will weigh the evidence put in front of me, and I alone will judge this man accused of cold-blooded murder of Rafik. He then invites witnesses. So Ava stands up, Brunhild stands up, Helmgut doesn't. Looks like he doesn't. He looks sober, but he doesn't look like he wants to stand up. And Odric, he said, will you speak, Odric? And Odric looks down and shakes his head and then looks up and says, I, I will speak, Bjorn. Anyone else, he says in a commanding voice. No, I think Monin's not going to get involved here. Not from me. Um, Sigmar will just stand up and say, I can speak. On the man's character, I can't speak to the events of what happened. Uh, Bjorn nods. Thank you. And he looks around at anyone else. And uh, you get Helmgut, you kind of look, he, if, he looks torn. 
Do you want to influence Helmgut? Yeah, yeah. In which case, Hathis will stand up and say, "My lord, I feel Helmgut should and could contribute to the conversation." So, give me a persuasion roll in the tower, Hathis. See if you can persuade Helmgut to do it. Helmgut begrudgingly kind of gets to his feet and he kind of looks shrewdly at you, and then his face becomes very calm and measured. He looks at Bjorn and said, "I too will speak. I was there that night." He starts calling the witnesses forward. Um, you don't need to introduce yourselves. They, they, everyone knows you here. Ava is the first to speak at the trial. And she introduces, basically lays out the facts as you know them pretty well. She said, well, Odric's always a strange sort of troubled boy and young man. He's always been jealous of Rathvik, um, Rathvik's leadership, his battle prowess, and his relationship with Brunhild and... He broke into Rathvik house and killed him, from what, what I know. I wasn't there, but that's what I know. And she appears to be telling her, her version of the truth as far as she knew it. She then calls on Helmgut to describe what he saw in the, in the house. And Helmgut's kind of mumbling a few words about his... He said, well, when I came in, I just found, found Odric with, with a knife in his hand standing over Rathvik. And I... T -t Truthfully, Lord Bjorn, I, I wasn't there. I don't know how it happened or what circumstances surrounded it, but he did have a knife in his hand. And then Bjorn says, anyone else wishing to speak? And you can see Brunhild is looking very nervous. But Sigmar, did you want to speak first? Yeah, I mean, I, all I can tell you is that in the days that I've spent with this young man, he's been honest, he's been hardworking, and he fought bravely in defence this village. Bill nods. So your choice really, it's either a persuasion or a riddle check, or even maybe traditions, to call on the traditions of the Bjornings, whichever one you, or, or, or inside actually, around the helping helping in the battle. You're talking to his character, so whichever one you, traditions. Whichever one you prefer, basically, just do it and make it in the town. Yeah, right. I'll do that. Okay, so give me, you made four arguments there actually, give me a persuasion check as well in the town. Oh my word. Should have had Hathas doing this. And an insight check in the tower, and that's it. Okay, nice. Okay, so what I'm going to want is a final closing argument, basically. So you as a group can make a decision on who does this, even though Sigmar spoke for you. It's going to be an intelligence traditions check. It's going to be modified by plus two in addition to what? Wisdom traditions, yeah. Traditions is int. It's an intelligence traditions check, yeah. Okay. Has Odric even said anything in his own defence? Oh, no, yeah, sorry, absolutely right. So Odric stands and says, Lord Bjorn, um, may I speak? And Odric says, yes, son. And he stands and he, he just relays a very simple story. And he said, a lot of what's been said about me is true. I was very jealous of Rathvik. Uh, he was a man of Bjorning I aspired to be. And I never quite ma matched up. He had all the bravery and the heroism that I wanted. Um, he also had a cooler head than I did, but he also wasn't a nice man to Brunhild there. I know he beat her occasionally when he was drunk. I'd had enough of that. Brunhild was the person that showed me most compassion in Stonyford. And I went round to confront him. And I'm honestly saying, Lord Bjorn, I never intended to kill him. But I went round to confront him about it. And he pushed me around and I saw red and grabbed my belt knife and the next thing I remember I was standing over him and had stabbed him. And so 
and Brunhild starts weeping at that and she she starts speaking and Bjorn puts his hand up and says, no, you may speak after Odric has finished his tale. And Odric says, and so judge me, Lord Bjorn, but I never went there with the intent of killing him. I went there with the intent of telling him that how he should not be laying hands on Brunhild in the way he was doing. For that, I'm, I'm sorry. And he sits down again, looking fairly dejected. And then Brunhild stoically stands up and she says, well, what Odric said was true. He did hit me once or twice when he was drunk, but I put that down too. He was a strong man and needed to blow off steam and things occasionally. Um, and he never truly hurt me. And then I know Odric was just trying to protect me. And what he said was true. There was an argument in the house. I tried to break it up a bit, but yeah, he threw a punch at Odric first and Odric lashed out with his knife. Um, so that's the truth of what happened, Lord Bjorn. So what I'd like you guys to do, based on your persuasiveness, um, you can make this at a modifier as well. So whoever's giving me the tradi intelligence traditions, make it an advantage and add one for the the interaction that Sigmar had as well, in addition to what you get, whoever's going to make that wrong. Advantage because of Sigmar's help. Not me. Traditions is one of my stronger suits. <laughs> I'm more than happy to do it. Do you want to use inspiration? I Actually, yeah, sorry, it won't be an advantage. Ah. Okay, in which case, I'm. can I see how the role goes as to whether I use it? Yeah, yeah, you can make it afterwards. So, yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy to do, the, do the talking, as it were. Okay. So do you want me to put forward our final argument? So can I discuss with the team what our final... Yeah, sure. Yeah, closing, closing statements. How about it? So I think um, our argument should be that, and unfortunately I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy that's dead, Rathfinkel, was a, a little bit of a drunken bully and he finally picked on someone his own size instead of his, his poor, long-suffering wife. And unfortunately, he probably got a little bit more than he's bargained for. But he made the mistake of picking on a veteran warrior rather than a meek housewife. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have been in the house, but um, these are medieval times is probably how things got sorted out. Roderick, I mean, Odric is, what, half-brother or something to Brunhilde? Yeah, adopted, isn't he? Or was, was Ruffin yeah. adopted? One of them was adopted. I think also the fact that he came back pretty much voluntarily. Well, I mean, in the in the we, we of trial, did he kill him or didn't he? What he did afterwards, you know, he could have been knowingly trying to clear his name because, oops, I've killed someone, I better try and be good. So it's, it, you know, the trial is, <laughs> did he kill the guy? And, it, and what are the circumstances of that rather than has he been a good boy afterwards? Otherwise, he could be running around London Bridge with a narwhal <laughs> tusk and a, and a fire extinguisher trying to clear his goodly. Yeah, Odderick um, is the adopted one. Rathic was the guy that died, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so make your closing arguments. You might still influence the final role, Chris, by the kind of things you uh -oh. put together for the closing arguments. <laughs> Good luck. Have at it. <laughs> Can have a couple of days. And My don't Lord. ramble beyond, beyond hate oh, ramble. Yeah, My Lord, I put it to you that Odric was a caring foster brother of Brunhilde, and I think Rafik was a drunken bully who finally made the mistake of picking on someone his own size dutiful wife that Odric cared so much for and the mistake was Rathix uh, and I think he paid the, the, the paid the price for picking on a veteran warrior and throwing a punch in front of his sister and I think the battle mist that Odric is famous for 
may have descended on him, and Rathwick was a fool for doing what he did. Bjorn nods appreciatively, strokes his chin with his hand. He's been listening to this very intently. He's even more intelligent by the looks of things than you thought he was when you first met him. He's he's not missing anything that's mm-hmm. being said here. Okay, uh, give me a roll and add. You did influence that a little bit, so add two in addition to your roll rather than one. So it's traditions um, plus two, yeah. Yeah, so hit the plus two at the bottom in the yep, modifier bit, and then just roll traditions. In the open, you can make it. You can make it in the open because you're. You're yeah. basically told by body language and stuff how this is going across. So. Yeah, if it goes if it goes crappy, then I'll use my inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Holy mackerel! That's, you get plus eight. Holy. Yeah, I told you it was one of my good ones. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, do you want to use inspiration? <laughs> I may as well. There's no harm. There's no downside, is there? It takes the best dice, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. You don't need to. Uh, the oh, more you're, if it's going your super well, then that's fine. Yeah, in your closing words, it's. Um, the more you're speaking, it looks like it's influenced Bjorn quite considerably. Um, and Bjorn ends up saying, mm, Master Hath is your words have moved me. Uh, and Sigmar, your heartfelt and very honest assessment of his character is what I observed as well. I think Odric did not mean to kill Rathvik, and this is my judgment. And while he acted unwisely, he was not the only one to do so. We will be merciful in this case. That is my judgment. Thank you for everyone who provided evidence. Odric, see me in my hall tomorrow where the final punishment will be discussed with you. Your life will be spared. Everyone seems very comfortable with that. Brunhild, even Helmgut, all of the Bjornings seem to think that's a fair assessment. The only one that's got a slight hesitation maybe is Ava, who didn't lie, but she didn't go out of her way to present mm-hmm. an unbiased yeah. version of what happened. So there's maybe some some previous there so that that evening Bjorn invites you back to his hall again he thanks you profusely for your help in recapturing the prisoners warning me the outlaws and also uh, for your honest evaluation and assessment of the trial and he says yeah I promise you friendships of the Bjornings uh, you've got a stoic lass with you there in Amal Frida as long as she's with you you'll have our friendship for as long as there are honest men in these lands and that's where we'll leave this episode and that's the end of the adventuring phase so the next bit will be a bit of the fellowship phase while we decide what we do in that downtime thank you very much for listening thank you very much for watching thank you very much for subscribing catch you next time cheers bye bye